welcome to Thoroughly Equipped, where we have real conversations with men and women pursuing Jesus and learn more about how God equips his people for his purposes here on earth. Okay, let's just let's just dive in and we'll see we'll see what comes out about this. Um, we want to provide you a chance. Uh, Evan, will you just introduce yourself? Who are you? What is life right right now and what are you up to? Right on. Yeah. Uh, so my name is Evan Agarur. Uh, I am a Christian touring artist based in Nashville, originally from from Washington State. And uh, yeah, I tour. I, I both do concerts and lead worship at churches all around the country. And uh, I've gotten to tour with some pretty awesome artists over, over the last couple of years, which has been a pretty cool shift in the career. Um, and I also have a heart for kids. So I speak about Compassion International every time I get the chance. Oh, that's wonderful. How did you get, um, we'll talk about music in a second. How did you get connected with Compassion as part of what you're doing? Yeah, you know, uh, so when I quit, because I used to be an elementary school teacher, uh, and when I went full-time into music, uh, the big question that my wife, Heather, and I were, were asking is like, why then am I so passionate about kids? Because God gives us our passions, you know, and I'm, I'm passionate about music and passionate about kids. And then we ended up moving to Nashville, and my manager, uh, as we got to know each other, he's like, I have the best connection for you then. And so he got me a meeting with some of the people at Compassion. And uh, we kind of hit it off. It was kind of crazy because it was in the middle of lockdowns and everything. And, um, and so we, I ended up hopping in on their Zoom meetings. Uh, I think I was only supposed to attend one, but they used the same link. <laughs> and I thought I was invited to every meeting. <laughs> so I kept showing up like, hey guys, it's me, Evan. And we hit it off. And, uh, and I became a compassion artist. And yeah, so that's, that, that's kind of what that looks like. So yeah, I always try to get kids sponsored every tour, every tour stop I go to. Oh, that's wonderful. Such a, a great ministry in of, a, of itself to be able to do that. And um, that's super, super cool. Uh, I was wondering if you'd be willing to just share a little bit of the story of Jesus coming in and changing uh, your life and leading you to where you are now. And I know that there's a lot of different elements to that. And um, I've seen different pieces, you know, you and I met in college and yeah. I was actually thinking through it recently. And I was like, Evan and I knew each other in college and looking back, I was like, well, we were next door dorm mates. I was like, I don't know that we were necessarily friends to any substantial level, but we knew each other. Um, but then rekindling a number of years ago and recognizing, wow, God's really done a work in Evan's life. And this is really special. There's something going on here. Um, can you just give a couple, even of just of the highlights or lowlights, depending on your point of view, uh, yeah. that journey with Jesus and how he's really grabbed hold of your life? Yeah. You know, I think, I think one of the interesting factors of it is that I was born and raised in, in a Christian household and, and, uh, my parents really worked hard to give me a strong Christian foundation and education uh, all through my childhood. And what it ended up being, though, was I was very well educated and I knew all about Jesus, but I never knew Jesus. And so as I got older, you know, I, we grew up in a pretty rough neighborhood. Uh, in my early teenage years, especially. 
Um, and that led my brother and sister down a really bad path and eventually me as well, even though we moved away from it. Um, so I walked away from the church in my late teenage years. And, and uh, I mean, the short, the super short and easy version is I got horribly addicted to drugs and alcohol, uh, fell into very deep depression, uh, suicidal depression. And uh, I reached out to God. It was 3 a.m. And, and told him, you know, like, hey, man, I'm going to I'm going to end my life if you don't do something. And he intervened and sent me a friend who would become my wife. Um, and she helped walk me into sobriety. Uh, but I still hadn't met God. I just, you know, had that weird experience in which he saved me. And when we moved away out of Seattle, uh, I really wanted to be involved in music. And the first way I could think of was a worship team. So I joined a worship team uh, and I was playing bass and I was showing our worship director songs that I had written. And he was like, man, you should sing, like join, the, like be a singer on the worship team. And just being in that environment and then suddenly having my, one of my first experiences with modern contemporary worship music um we were in the middle of a song and it was a man it was mid 2000s so mid 2010 uh and it was that hill song song i called you answered and you came to my rescue and i want to be where you are and for the first time in my life i meant the words and uh it was a very very real moment for me uh, very much of like Oh my gosh, I'm grateful for Jesus. I believe he's, he's, he's in my life. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that's kind of my coming back to Jesus moment was through music. Oh, that's and funny enough, how I discovered I could sing because I thought I was a terrible singer all the way up till then. So, so what happened with the, with the music journey after that to, to launch you kind of to where you are now? Yeah, you know, so our worship director really insisted on me singing, you know, and I'm pretty sure I wasn't great at first. Um, but uh, my wife actually was the one who started me on doing my own music because I was writing songs and I was moping around the house all the time, like, oh, I've got all these songs. I wish I had a band or something. And so she finally, she was like, I took $1,000 out of our savings. There's a local studio. Go record some of your songs. And after your wife's puts down a grand yeah. <laughs> you can't really just be like thanks that's over now so right. I had to go play some shows after that you know and like so I started playing some coffee shops and stuff like that and it just kind of I mean I always got frustrated so in my music career especially the early stages I always got frustrated when they were like fast forward two years later and I'm playing bigger shows you know but that's really I mean it was a grind you know playing playing little shows playing places I didn't want to play um but it ended up turning into a full-time gig of, of doing these small shows and sometimes big shows uh, while I was teaching and eventually led to me dumping my day job and, and going into music. But it, it was, a I mean, I, I'm acting like it's all easy now. It's not even easy now, you know, but, uh, but getting to that point was insane. Yeah. Just absolutely crazy. Yeah, Absolutely. As you, as you look back on the things that God has led you through and the way that he has, he has never let you go despite what you've tried to do or how hard you've tried to push, what advice would you have? I mean, we, we live right now in a time, and I mean, you work 
around young people and the last couple of years have been really detrimental to a lot of their development. We're seeing, you know, anxiety and depression just skyrocket uh, among mm-hmm. our young people. What advice would you give even just to the broad populace from someone who has walked through some of those things and come out the other side following Jesus and, and look back? What advice would you try to give somebody that might be in a similar situation? Yeah. And, you know, I won't even lie. Like I still fight. There are days where I fight against severe anxiety for sure. And, and sometimes depression. And my, my advice would be uh, to look into my favorite Bible verse, but you know, uh, it's the shortest verse in the Bible. It's, it's in John. It's, it's Jesus wept. And uh, it's so simple, but it's so packed with meaning because Jesus was fully human, fully God. And every anxiety every worry every he lived the human experience he understands it he went through such a deep anxiety before for example going on the cross he was begging the father to not make him do that you know uh and i go back to that constantly and i actually have a, a little song in my in my work tape file about that and and it's just remembering that you're not alone and God isn't so far away. He understands. He really understands and he walks through it with you. And he asks you to cast your cares at his feet. Doesn't necessarily tangibly solve your problem. Uh, But there is some kind of comfort in saying, hey, Jesus knows. He's been there. You know, so that that for me is is kind of a mantra. Yeah. Oh, that's that's wonderful. I think. Yeah, even in the, the simplest of verses, there's incredible power and encouragement for us to, to rally around. I, yeah, I think that's absolutely beautiful. So what is, I mean, your, your music, like your full-time musician, um, music is really your, I mean, in addition to being a Christian artist, you're a, this is your ministry platform. And so what does God have you up to these days? What are things looking like? Mm. Uh, yeah, you know, um, it's funny how so much of what I do now, it used to be like a, I will, I will lead in worship on the side, like occasionally kind of thing. But that side of what I do has grown quite a bit. Um, so it's been really amazing because it has reconnected me quite a bit with the why behind music and, and recognizing just how large of a role music plays in people connecting with God and saying words that they, you know, it's like, it's like, (laughs) it's a terrible analogy, but it's like, hey, sometimes you find that great, that great card for Valentine's Day for for your wife. And you're like, oh, I couldn't have written those words, you know, but it's what I want to say. And that's music, especially in relation to God. And, and I think, I think it's really cool, because I, I'm really working to say the things in music that people would say if they could put it down and if they had hours and hours and hours to think it through to write a song like that, you know, and, and that's what I do full time. So I do have that time, you know, uh, cause <laughs> that's my living. So, um, yeah. So I, I think, I think that's kind of been a huge growth and a, and a huge track for me is, is yeah, really, really, getting people to a point where they get to say things to God and about God and about themselves uh, 
they're like, that's how I felt. Didn't know how to say it. That's how I felt. Yeah. That's really a special opportunity to be able to provide that for people and cool to be, you know, having your own journey, like have the worship music that somebody else at one point wrote be so incredibly life-changing and instrumental in your pursuit of Jesus that yeah. you get to be that for other people. Uh, you get to see those things, kind of the ripple effect of that. That's that's very special. Uh, yeah, I love that, man. I love, well, I love the music. There's also that, but I <laughs> just love your, your heart for it and your your desire to use how God has equipped you, how he's led you through all sorts of different things, um, even through through teaching. What a cool connect even to developing a deeper heart for the compassion kids. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's just really cool. Uh, what advice would you have for, for really anyone? It's kind of the, the open-ended question of advice for people maybe that are, that are seeking after Jesus, that are checking things out, that are wondering if they should be part of things. Like what, if Evan Egerer had to give, you know, his 32nd, here's my advice. Here's what it is. Hmm. Uh, two separate thoughts. Uh, one is, uh, don't judge, don't judge the character of God by the character of people who follow him. We're all going to mess up. Uh, hopefully you come across examples of God and his love that are wonderful and really lift that up, but you're going to see failings. And if you judge God by that, by the, by his followers, it's, it's unfair to him. Uh, so continue to pursue in that way. The other thing I would say is, uh, you know, Jesus laid down the law pretty heavy in the Beatitudes. Uh, uh, he, to a higher standard than even the Jews were following, and the Jews follow pretty strict law. Uh, and he did that not to put us under the weight of rules. He did it to say, look, if you are going to earn your way to heaven, these, this is how high the bar is. You can't even have a lustful thought toward a woman. You can't even have a hateful thought towards your neighbor. You know, that's the bar if you are going to earn your way to heaven. But it's not the bar because Jesus earned, he, he died for our sins and it's, it's done, you know. So that's, I think, very important to remember is it's not, it's not a rule book follow Jesus, obey, you know, obey his commands, but it's not all about a rule. There's, there's so much truth in that. That sounds like great topics to, to have Evan share on down the road more and more, <laughs> more for those things. But what, what a great thing um, for people that want to follow along, check out your music, support you. What's the, what's the plug for that? Yeah, it's all the same because I have a unique name. So uh, every platform you'll find me, it's my name, Evan, E-V-A-N. And the last name has a little symmetry thing going. So it's it's easy enough once you get it. It's E-G-E-R-E-R. -E -E uh, so that's Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, everywhere, YouTube, at Evan Egerer, E-G-E-R-E-R. -E -E there you go. <laughs> <laughs> that delivery comes from a man who is used to spelling and repronouncing his last name for people. on stage every time yeah <laughs> <laughs> well my friend thank you for first of all for what you're doing in the lives of people through music i think that god has equipped you in incredible ways to represent him in a platform that many people are drawn to we know that music is powerful and 
I mean, it's, it's woven throughout the Bible and throughout God's story with his people. And now you get to have a hand in that and being able to, to lead people in worship, both through your own story, which comes out in your, your own music, as well as when you, when you lead worship, both through, through um, your words and the words of others. Thank you for being obedient to what God has called you to do. I know it's meant big, crazy risks at times. And I can only imagine how proud and pleased the father is when he sees you uh, engage in the platform that he's put before you. So thank you for that. I, I'm blessed to be able to follow you and it's been fun to watch it unfold. Um, and thank you for this time. Thank you for sharing parts of your life and being able to provide some really incredible encouragement for other people. I think that'll really speak to them and, and encourage others in their own, in their own pursuit of Jesus, knowing that especially the hard times, they're not alone and Jesus is so much greater and, uh, yeah, worth checking out. So. Right on, man. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Uh, always great talking with you, Rob, seriously. Um, yeah, I hope it's a blessing to whoever hears this. Um, yeah, absolutely. Cool. Well, thank you, my friend. And we'll talk to you more soon. Right on, man. Catch Bye. you later.